It's the Muppets Minute Show with your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan, Minute 37. Minute 37 begins with Tatooi falling into a can of flour. I'm assuming it's Tatooi. And ends with a theater in Cleveland. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have Tatooi hanging on the pot and then falling into a can of flour. And it's right at the beginning of the minute. It's perfect. It is. It, it's so funny to slow down the rat falling into the flower. Like it really, it, it really is because I was wondering, like, okay, they actually do drop him in there, but it feel it, it doesn't it feel like he drops for quite a while before the puff actually comes up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder how deep this flower can is, like this fake flower can, because it his feel I feel like he falls longer than he needs to to get into that can, you know. <laughs> It is funny. It, like it, it, it's funny to think about it because we know that there's, you know, it's a there's a hole on the bottom where the puppeteer's hand is going to come up. So they just right. drop that through, and then there's an effect where they psh, shot some flower up. And yeah, uh, yeah it's kind of funny. I, I I I really like though that how he like kind of sneezes and blows out like powder out of him. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's so random and you're watching it and you're just like, why are we watching this? And then when you think about it, you're like, that's actually pretty incredible. <laughs> like, it's a nice little detail. It's even like coming out of his mouth and everything. Like, yeah. It's yeah, cool. I'm thinking it's like, because it totally is coming from the mouth. So I'm guessing, you know, maybe it's one of those things where there's like, like a little pump thing that. Yeah. And, and it. And it kind well, like, of a, like, yeah, it like out. a, like an air. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, Hopefully the audience does too. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of what you're talking about, but I know what you mean. And well, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's cool. It's a nice little effect. I like it. And it's just a, just one of, another one of those little details that really makes it real. Like he could just be shaking, right. but no, he's, he's coughing and it's coming out of his mouth. It's just really nice. It's really yeah. nice and really disgusting because it's going right into that bowl that they're going to make yep. like a cake and serve it to somebody. And Jenny and Kermit, neither of them care. Oh, I mean, it's right. Just, this is just completely old hat. Well, I mean, for Jenny in particular, this is just this is just the way that the kitchen runs around here. So, like, like Kermit's just staring with this blank expression, but Jenny's like looking at like, oh, that's quaint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's totally just like, oh, look at that silly guy, and then she just goes back to her dishwashing. It's pretty funny. Mm, yep. Um, I love this puppeteering of, uh, I mean, obviously it's got to be Jim, uh, washing this dish, just how he's going around and around in a circle or drying it, I should say. And he's just going around and around in a circle. Just really nice. I'm trying to remember cause it was a while ago. Pete, I mean, obviously said we need help in the kitchen, right? So that's, that's a nice little bit of continuity that that's what Kermit is doing is washing the dishes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, although I don't know why Jenny's back there washing the dishes other than to get a little bit of, of dialogue between them. Uh, maybe she's just helping Kermit out. It's a little weird for a waitress to be back there doing that, but you know, whatever. A little alone time with Kermit. Yeah, she does seem to be enjoying the the alone time with Kermit. Uh, this is actually really funny how she talks about his mustache because I thought that was like a joke that was just kind of going to go away, right? But it's like, or that she was just being playful mm-hmm. or just being silly. 
But like, I'm like, I'm so curious as to why she's bringing up again, because she knows he can't grow a mustache. So what's what is this? What is this about exactly? I don't know. <laughs> Were you kind of confused, too? Because I was just like, oh, she's just making conversation, I guess. And I know she's humoring him. Like, mm-hmm. I get that. But she's the one who brought it up. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. It was just kind of like, let's have a conversation about something that I know it's meaningless. It's just very weird. It's weird it's, dialogue. Yeah. 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 And, but I do think it's pretty funny how, how, um, how Jim is performing Kermit in this scene because he's like very proud of it. Like he's like, don't you see, you know, I, I haven't shaved in three days or whatever he says. Like It's adorable. It, it's it precious. is. And it makes me think too, it, it reminds me, correct me if I'm wrong. It's, it feels like a nice little callback to Great Muppet Caper, right? And that scene where he shaves yes. in the mirror. Were you thinking of that? No, I didn't, but that, you're right. It, it, it is a neat kind of callback same or same joke. thing. Yeah. Like, cause I remember us having the same conversation when we were watching it. I go, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Why is he shaving? But they, it's like they bring that back here in a way. It's just kind of nice. It's funny. Yeah, no, it's just a sweet little scene. I do, I mean, it's. It, I do wish it was better dialogue, but it, it turns out being cute. But you're right, if you think about it too hard, you're like, she should never have asked that. But Yeah, yeah, that's what's kind of strange. And then it, it is like, she does offer to like, do the makeup, which, again, is weird, because I feel like, I feel like this entire scene plays backwards. Like, I feel like Kermit should have brought up the plan. And then she could have been like, oh, great, you know, I have makeup for that. And then he could have said something like, oh, uh, in the meantime, what do you think of my mustache? Like, I feel like that would have been better. Yeah, would have played better backwards, weirdly. Anyway, it just the way it flows here is just very. I don't know. It's the first time in the movie that I'm kind of like, this is kind of a poorly written scene. It's Mm -hmm. funny and it's cute, but it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't it doesn't flow logically. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. The only thing that saves it is is Jim's performance of Kermit, which I mean, is always great. But I mean, he gives it like, you know, human emotion there. Yeah. 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 And it's always a good uh, move when he kind of crunches his hands up and gives Kermit that sort of like (laughs) chagrined look like, you know, (laughs) it's really funny. I love that. Um, but we are luckily saved by the uh, bell, so to speak, saved by the Pete, um, where he has we he says we have mail. Uh, do we know at this point about how long it's been? Or are we just kind of supposed to be guessing that maybe it's been like a few weeks, a couple weeks, few weeks? I, um, I'm trying again. I'm trying to remember if we got actually any time frame so far. Yeah, no, we were trying to decipher um, the the you know passage of time earlier. Um, and didn't really come to any great conclusions. We, we, it seems it, we, I think we were talking, it had to be at least a week or two, um, if yeah. not even a month, but it's yeah. definitely weeks. At least I would say like maybe a couple weeks. It's like, he's still only on part two of his plan also. So, and again, we don't know, that doesn't mean anything really, but it also is just kind of like, okay, so what's, uh, what you waiting for Kermit? Why are we only on part two of your plan? You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, but again, I'm going to forgive it. We're only talking about this because we're picking it apart minute by minute. And that's what we do here. Uh, I like how Yolanda sticks up for herself here. Yeah. Uh, that's the great next, um, scene that we're going to talk. I do like that. Rizzo's kind of coming on to her inappropriately in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And Yolanda does, uh, what she should do. Get off me. She hits him. Wax and makes him back off. I do think it's funny too, in this scene, um, that in the back, what's the guy? What's the other rat's name with the tissue? How he's back there, just kind of blowing his nose. Yeah, he is. 
it's gross and and funny. And then there's another rat. What is he doing on the on the stove? He's reading. Well, I think no. I think he's watching the fan. He's watching over the. Pancakes. Oh, you're right. He was moving his head back and forth, and I thought maybe he was holding something and reading it. I couldn't really tell. But no, yeah, he's I just, don't think so. I think you're right. He's watching those pancakes cook. Um, yep. and he's you know nursing his poor feet. I do have to say that Yolanda's not going to do very well cutting that uh, uh, parsley or whatever it is without holding it in place, but... Yeah. They only got to do what they got to do. They can only do so much. They exerted all of their um, <laughs> great stuff on the prior scene. Right. So, you know, what are you going to do? But yeah, she can't... She's not going to be able to, to make that cut with two hands like that. That's just not ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um but I do think it's funny that she's kind of trying, like she's struggling and he's just kind of like, well, hey, you got to yeah. be smooth. And she's like, get off me. I do like it. It's a nice little, um, anytime they have a little moment like that, it, it, it helps make up for some of the ickiness earlier. So okay, good. I'll take it. I'll take Restores it. Restores like your it. faith in 80s movie making. A little bit. I like Yolanda <laughs> in this scene. She's good. <laughs> I like it. I, I mean, I, it's, it's interesting that they give this sort of part uh, to the rat. But you right. know what are you gonna what are you gonna do? Uh, what are you gonna do? Um, but I like it. And again, we're back to Jenny and her strange pins. Thank you. Okay, so I was gonna say I think this. I feel like this is the best look we have had yet, and I still can't really tell what it is. I don't know what I'm looking at. I feel like it's her her waitress smock that's not even kind of closed quite right because she's got like a t-shirt on underneath it. <laughs> It's very weird. And then this pin that looks I like, I don't know, is it flowers? I really can't tell. I really can't tell what I'm looking at. Do you know? No, I, I almost thought poodle, but no, I don't think it's I mean, an animal. It, it was a penguin before. Right. right. I remember. I feel like the day before it was a penguin. Okay, So and it's definitely time, a different one. It's not. a Yeah, it's not the same one. It's okay. a different one. Yeah. And I am seriously, this is going to bother me like forever that I can't figure out what this is. So uh, anyone, if you know, in minute 37, second uh, 51, (laughs) what that pin is that she's wearing, please tell us, you know, so I can sleep at night. That'd be great if you contact the actress and ask her if she remembers. Oh, my God. She's going to be like, yeah, yeah, that one pin. I remember. I still (laughs) still have it. it. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be like, who's this? (laughs) <laughs> anyway, this is really funny. I, I just I do think that the outfit is worth mentioning and pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I like it. I, I do like it. I like seeing like the kind of casual T-shirt underneath. It just it gives her a little bit more character. It kind of shows her youth. I like that. Um, I just don't get the pin. I don't understand the point of the pin and what we're doing with the pin. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's just Jenny, right? Yep. Just Jenny. So we get a, a letter first from Scooter. Uh, who we find out is working at a movie theater in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, did you do any research on this theater, Nick? I did. Um, I could not find uh, where this exterior was. I, 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 I have a feeling this might be just I, something in, in New York or on the movie set or something like that, mm-hmm. um, because I couldn't find any physical location here yeah obviously the inside we'll see tomorrow it's, it's going to be a set um, right but the outside no couldn't find any details on where that might be so i don't think it's a real location i do think they did a great job with the details though on this exterior i mean the, the signs are fantastic i love the sign that says air-conditioned theater that really kind of dates the movie which right is nice yeah yeah it, it, it's it, just a nice thing and the continuity too i have to point this out of these two twin boys 
and their mom walking into the theater um, that we see in the next scene. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't have to do that store no. that sort of stuff. They don't have to do that, but they did it. It's just it, it's just another one of those things that I think makes Frank Oz a really great director. Yep. You know? Yep. It, yeah. It is amazing continuity. I, I do love like it, it's a weird contrast because Cleveland isn't like a small middle of nowhere city. So, you know, to to have this like theater that even for the eighties is a little bit out of time. It, like, well, I don't know about that. I, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the first thing I think of when I think of Cleveland, and I know this the, the, is, a, is a Christmas story, which I know takes place like in the 40s or yeah. 50s or something like that. But like, I don't know why when, when this shot came up and he said Cleveland, that was like my first thought was like, oh, it's got to be like that kind of tight, that part of town in Cleveland. And I've never been to Cleveland. Please don't write me. But like I, it made it didn't it didn't stick out to me is all I'm saying because it made me think of that movie and it made me think of like the kind of nice little town like the town the town yeah. hall and like this you know what I mean and I, well, again it's, it's definitely different suburbs, time and so could this yeah but you're yeah, right yeah. So I don't know but it didn't you, stick out to me as, okay. as too jarring no no it definitely no and I don't mean to be jarring I just mean like all right so I'm thinking probably suburbs that it didn't quite change you know change over yet because there were still this ish vibe sometimes in I, th- I think in the because i think it was it had to be like really just the early 80s where we were changing over to movie theaters and malls from you know the and i may uh, be yeah. totally not thinking of this right this is just me speaking off the top of my head but i think there was that transition to movie theaters attached to malls which was which feels like an it was a either late seventies early eighties transition. So you're going to have these type, and I remember going to these type of theaters right, in the eighties. Or the ones you're 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 saying are like the bigger ones that have like at least twelve right movies, and these ones usually only have like one or two. Right, this one obviously like it's showing continuous showings of Attack yeah. of the Killer Fish. Exactly. So what kind of theater is this? Um, I mean, you know, since we're on it. I mean, Attack of the Killer Fish, the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes was in the late 70s, I think 78. So this is definitely like a parody play on that. And yeah. obviously the tie into a joke we're going to see with a Muppet. Right. It was a great, I mean, it's just a great idea. Mm-hmm. And it's a great little spoof thing. Um, did you ever see Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? I did. I have not. No, it's just, you know, no. just can't be. I'm not. A, is it a horror or is it a comedy? I don't even know. Like, uh, horror yeah i mean it's labeled as horror i guess but i'm not a huge horror person like i always like i have to usually be talked into seeing horror movies um i don't hate them but i'm not like a connoisseur so not be scared by attack of the killer tomatoes okay but you know what i mean it's just it's as a genre it's not my favorite so just saying but i would go see attack of the killer fish i really would sounds pretty funny okay it's it's actually yeah okay it's actually listed as a parody sci-fi not horror yeah yeah Yeah. maybe sci-fi yeah yeah it makes me think of like i don't know like creature from the black lagoon or something like that like something kind of campy yeah you know um which is good And, and again i just 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 looking at this exterior because this is all we get to see uh it just i think it's really well done it's very nice they i could tell they worked at it and um Bravo. Apparently, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is streaming on Tubi for free. I don't know what Tubi okay. is. I'll make sure to. Uh, Do you have a subscription to Tubi? 
No. Oh, there it is. I could literally watch it right now. Sorry, and that is playing. But you could literally click on it and watch it right now for free online. No subscription needed. If it's not Killer Fish, I'm not interested. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, I like the 3D label. It feels like a very similar font to Muppets Vision 3D. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you about that. The one up on the up on the actual marquee. I mean, it's the yeah. same one I think that I'm seeing. But right. yeah, it, it's very nice. I, I like mean, it. the the logo from I mean, it's a very very similar font to the um, to kind of the main marquee. Remote Vision 3D. I mean, I, I'm sure it's nothing, but I mean, it's just, it's interesting how we have this and then, you know, they had the 3D Muppet show at yeah. the parks. But, uh, I, I, you know, I love also the, the, the character that this theater has because some of the lights are out in the marquee. It's just kind of, yeah. it's just kind of not glamorous. Right. Which is, you know, the idea, but yep. I love it. It's great. Great, great. Well, I'm excited to get it in this theater. Do you have anything else about Minute 37? No, let's go inside and see the show. Let's check it out. Uh, We will see what there is to see inside this theater tomorrow with Minute 38. Um, Thanks, you guys, for listening. We will be back with you tomorrow with Minute 38 of Muppets Minute. Bye. Bye.